at, that's all like um, fine and dandy. It, it, well, it's all fine and dandy, but it's also like it, it gives that. Not only it, it's real, it's like it's we're, they know that we're doing it, and like as far as this is our first podcast, and what people like to see over time is like improvement and change, and so like if they notice like oh there's a baby crying in the background, blah 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 blah, but then we're we do better about it next time, like, then they'll be able to perceive that you know improvement, and it'll yeah. it's like part of so, the whole culture of every every podcast or every <laughs> video that I've seen does something like that, where like there'll be cars driving in the background, and they'll be like, oh sorry about that, they acknowledge it, and they move on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, so for our anyway. listeners and viewers out there, um, you might hear a baby in the background because my son likes to make a shitload of noise. Yeah. Um, As those of you with children know. Yeah. <laughs> First podcast just starting out. We have the cheapest set available to us at the moment, and we are doing the best we can. So Cheers uh, to that. Cheers to that and to <laughs> podcast number one. Indeed. On the Superdelic Free Fall podcast. Indeed. Welcome. Um, welcome. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Um, you were telling me about this other podcast though yes okay so i know it's our podcast but I, it just it has to be brought up because everybody wants to make this happen i think yeah. america wants to see this um recently i think it was uh two or three episodes ago on the joe rogan podcast no. uh, classic yeah classic <laughs> um there was a talk about how joe rogan wanted to host a debate oh Biden versus Trump on the podcast. Interesting. I thought he wasn't interested in that, but he, he did. He change his mind. He said um, he said he would do it one hundred percent as long as it was just it was wow. just him and them two in the room. And Fair. Yeah. They had it live, no mm-hmm. cuts, and they would basically have like roughly four hours or so. Okay. In there for hours, like just right. a long time. Where Not limited, like they do. Like you have three fucking minutes to explain a complex issue. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit that they pull on. You know, it's bullshit. Yeah. Every single debate. No one wins. It, it's, it's so you know uh, plastic and just very yeah um, constructed. And you know if the if the media corporation whoever's running it at the time, you know, wants to lean a certain way, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna they're gonna lean it, especially when it makes them money. Mm-hmm. So or helps them out, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah, man. So that happened. He he announced this. Okay. Well, uh, Tim, I can't remember his last name. Yeah, this guy Tim Kennedy. Tim, Kennedy. Tim, yeah, yeah. Tim, Tim, Kennedy Tim Kennedy was on the show, mm-hmm. and uh, he he mentioned it then. Tim Kennedy put out a tweet. Relaying this information, okay, and within like a day or two, Trump just reposted it and said, "I do. I want to do this." Really? Yes. Okay. So, so what do you, man? Do you think Biden's team's gonna let him do it? Fuck no, they're not gonna let him do it. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. On to, his own with no coaching. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm curious to see yeah. what uh, what you would th- think about that. Do you, uh, I don't know, man. Like, dude, I, I would love to see that. I, I, that's something that I've been craving. Um, all the time. As you know, like me personally, I don't follow news or media because it's just I have a hard time trusting that information. Um, and it's really hard out there right now, man. It, it really is. Like the, the thing is, is like I understand people have biases and like there, there's all that, but there's so much to navigate. And especially now with the, the Internet and like the ability to look up so much information and everybody to chime in about their own opinions. It's like, how how can you come to an objective perspective about whatever is happening when you've got huge corporations who are running the news, um, who have interests in in making their money for their marketing, where you have 
people who have their own personal interests in like doing their entrepreneurship on YouTube, sharing their news, their opinions, mm -hmm. calling it news objectively, saying, you know, calling, trying to call people out. The whole gotcha thing that can't like all of it is, is confusing me. Like, I don't understand what I should be paying attention to and what I shouldn't be paying attention to, what's important and what's not. And I think if I, if we're able to sit down in, in that format, like the, the format that Joe Rogan uses and sits down and, he, and they just have an opportunity to just sit down with those people, have this conversation, like what we're having here, a very personal person to person uh, conversation. I think there are certain human aspects that come out in that type of situation that you don't get out of staged interviews on. Yeah, well, I mean, um, unfortunately, I don't think that there are any human aspects that will come out of Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have a hand so far up his yeah. ass. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, but that, but that, but that, that's going to be a good thing, right? If it's only going to be Biden oh, in, in the room with no coaching, like. Let me retract that. I, this is the the reason why he won't do it is because he can't have a, have a hand up his ass. Exactly, during, during like that's that, but that's why I'm interested to see. Is like I want to know, like, because we need to understand, we need to realize that president is just a title. It's a job, like anything else, mm -hmm. and the person who fills that role is a human being, and they are no different than any other human being on this planet Earth. And it's important to understand how they think and how they would approach solving certain problems. Yeah. And I'm, getting honest answers is so very important to see. And, like, I don't feel like you get honest answers. You get a team of 12 people who write your speech for you, and then you're just, mm -hmm. you're talking. That's it. That you, you're not, mm -hmm. I don't see, there's not an emotional connection. There's not, there's no passion behind it. Like, it's just... You're just repeating words that someone else said so that you can get your votes. Yeah, I mean, that's basically where I'm seeing it right now, man. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't, I don't think it'll happen, but I think it needs to. It does. And it does even, even if it doesn't happen on the Joe Rogan podcast, it needs to start happening because there is no reason in today's world why two politicians can't sit in a room and debate topics yeah. for hours at a time mm -hmm. on a live stream. No, there's no. I mean, that should be the expectation at this point. Honestly, there, we no, live our lives on the internet. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no. You know, we don't have to rely on legacy media anymore to mm -hmm. bring us the news. All of this stuff can be done. You know, I mean, shit, we're doing this podcast right, right. now in a bedroom with minimal resources. Yeah, there's. We, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it, it's not hard. It, it just mm -hmm. takes a little bit of effort. It takes mindfulness. It takes thoughtfulness. Mm -hmm. Um you know, really sit down and think about the big picture. Like, stop thinking about winning and think about what's good for your country, what's good for your community. Like, mm -hmm. that's what we need in a leader. That's what I expect from a president, from from a leader. How are you contributing to making our community better? Not, that, like, what can you do to make me happy? That's like, what, I'm, what I'm wondering, man. Like, I, you know, I mean... Uh, I definitely can, <clears throat> you know, say that I, I, I watch a lot of news. I mean, you don't watch very much. I watch no. a lot of news. Yeah. A, a lot, I mean, I'd have to say I probably watch a little bit more right-handed news than I do left-handed news. Um, but I just haven't heard any of, you know, the uh, any remarks from Biden on how he plans to actually 
turn this country around. I mean, mm. he's got the slogan, Build Back Better, which honestly, to me... Build Back Better so, is just a re-emphasis of Make America Great Again. I know, exactly. It's, it's, so it's, it's the same so, thing. So that's, that's my issue. Okay. My issue with that is that that's not an authentic and genuine approach to being a leader and being wanting to be president. What you're doing is you're seeing the anomalous success of Donald Trump saying, Make America Great Again, and you are trying to clone that marketing campaign to get votes and to win the next election because those tactics won the last election. Yeah. You're not trying to win the election based off of your honest opinion, your honest approach to being a president. You're just marketing, and that's not real. And yeah. it's not, how can I trust you? The hide in the basement you know? tactic, I mean, I guess it's been working for him because they continue to do it. Well, yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing is he he doesn't need to put any effort. He has a team of people. That's the frustrating thing is it's his team of people that are coming up with his, his sound bites and his platform and all that stuff that we think is coming from Joe Biden or all the stuff we think is coming from Donald Trump. <laughs> it's not. They're just a person. They're just the face of the role. And they have a team of people who don't know what they're doing <laughs> who only, only goal is to get them to win because it's their boss. And if they don't win, then they don't have a job. They don't get paid. So that's their motivation. I mean, he's going to get paid one way or another. I mean, Someone's going to get paid. He's been in politics long, not, long enough. But. Right. But I'm just saying, <laughs> like, know. that's, you know, that's what's fucked up about our system right now is that it's not it based 40, on something 47 real. 47 years he's been in office, something like that. I, I can't, I don't know the top. Who? Biden, he's been in uh, he's been like in, in politics in politics, yeah, yeah for like forty. Because he's years. a career politician. Yeah, I that's mean, it's it's just another job you can take in America if you're willing to sacrifice your humanity. Yeah, well, on any account, man, I think that it needs to happen. Like you know, they, need, they need to go on, on, on Joe Rogan and they need to have that debate because I would pay. They need to put that shit on pay per view, man. I would yeah. pay gladly to Do see it on pay per view. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never used it, I never you know, used it. Um, even if it still exists anymore. Um, I think they still do it for, like, UFC fighting and wrestling and stuff like that. That makes sense, I don't, yeah. You know, certain fights and stuff will make some money. Yeah. But um, let's move on to the main topic of right. tonight. Um, again, welcome, guys, to the Superdelic Freefall podcast, uh, where we discuss the coolest possible topics in the most imaginative ways. I guess uh, that's kind of where we're starting out. That's our that's our beginning point. Yeah. Um, today's initial topic, which we're we're gonna start out, uh, is Neuralink, the progress update that happened on August twenty eighth. Um, we're a little bit late to the party, you know. the The cycle for this has already gone through, but what we have said about it has not happened yet. And um, you know, a lot of people put out, you know, the facts and, you know, what exactly happened during the progress update. But I think you and I are going to have a conversation of where we think this is going. Yeah. And or where we'd like it to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where we like it or where we don't want it to go. Yes. Um, God, the, the potential for this technology is definitely in the path to create a paradigm shift absolutely. that is going to be absolutely nuts. No, yeah, it's, it's going to be huge. Um, yeah, my mind just, it, it, it races every time I think about this thing and, you know, for where, sure. where we're going with it. You know, I thought VR was going to be, you know, a revolutionary mm -hmm. type of 
uh, technology, but this, yeah. this by far, it's, it's is... almost feels like it almost feels like we skipped a step. Before, but for those people who don't know what Neuralink is, do you want to explain uh, what yeah. Neuralink is? So Neuralink is. Let me take a sip of my whiskey here, really quick. Um, Neuralink is a company that is owned by Elon Musk, <clears throat> and it is going to be a platform in which you can insert a. I guess it would be like a microchip or a, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a platform where you can, you take a piece of your skull out. Mm -hmm. All right. They're, they're going to cut out <clears throat> about a coin size piece of skull, replace it with this Neuralink chip. And they're going to insert these like five micron size. I think it's five microns. Yeah. This was the width of the, uh, the wires, the wires going yeah. in. But directly be, onto the brain. Yeah, directly, <laughs> not, not even on into the brain. Yeah, that's true. Using this incredible robot that they displayed at the at the update. That that was out. That was what was really interesting to me. Yeah. is that it's it's hands free. It's completely automated. He he's mm -hmm. built a machine. Not only has he designed this incredible piece of technology, but he's designed a machine to install this piece of technology without human hands. Yeah, no, it's going to be <laughs> absolutely crazy. Yeah. So I guess that he, was, he was also explaining that it it's to solve problems within the brain and the spine. Initially, that's I mean he was pretty ambiguous about all the applications, but that's one reason why we're having this podcast is so we can discuss yeah all the potential applications. I mean there, there's a lot of questions and you know from Twitter and they they answered they answered a good amount of them. Mm -hmm. um, let's see the. Uh, the initial goal of this thing. And just so you guys know, we have computers up. And we're yeah. just looking at so just don't think we're weird and looking yeah, up. We but. like to look to the side. Yeah. <laughs> um, the goal of Neuralink is to solve important brain and spine problems with a seamlessly implanted device. Um, that is their initial goal. They want to, I guess, essentially solve paralysis. So yes. you're going to have a neural implant in your head mm -hmm. that is, from what I understand from the demonstration, they're going to. Um, connect that to another one that will be implanted into the spine below the vertebrae that's been severed. And so those two neural links will be able to connect and the electric signal will be restored. Interesting. Yeah. Providing full function to right. the legs. Like that, that, that's where, that, that's that's where right paralysis now. happens. That it cuts off mm -hmm. the electrical connection from the brain to the spine, which is connected to our central nervous system, which mm -hmm. allows us to move. Yeah, okay. I mean, a couple other things that they're going to be working on with this. Um, you know, they're saying that almost every, everyone has a neurological problem over time. Uh, mm. They need to general have a generalized brain device that is reliable and affordable to everyone. I mean, I'm sure this thing is going to cost, you know, a couple million dollars for the first oh, few people that yeah. actually buy it. Um, but... They said that they're going to be working to get it down to a couple thousand bucks. Right. I mean, that. I mean, that's always his goal. That's his. That's his mo. I mean, he. Elon Musk is one of those really special people that somehow can still be this superpower of business, but also think about the human race first and, and what he can do to solve problems for humans. Mm -hmm. And that's what I really like about him and his companies is is he he's not just opening businesses to make money, but he's opening businesses to improve the world, which is mm -hmm. something that is basic in all of us. All of us, we all grow up wanting to change the world, and he's setting the example. <laughs> you know, he's actually doing it. He's he's changing the world in a yeah, big man. way. I mean, he could easily, you know, like flip on a switch and become like a supervillain, but he's so, he can. so far right now, like, yeah. I, I, I got some faith in him. Absolutely. He seems to be doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I really want to see where the where this progresses and where it goes. I mm -hmm. mean, 
if you haven't watched the progress update already, I definitely take a look at it. Um, this um, the whole progress update was wasn't necessarily to like tell people what's going on, but more as a recruiting effort. They're looking for people to come yes. work at the company. Um, so if you guys have any interest in working in Neuralink, if you know coding, if you know engineering or mechanics, psychology, um, anything, yeah, they're he, looking for every every yeah. discipline. And he, he made sure to, to say that you know you don't necessarily need to know anything about the brain right. to work for the company. Yeah, he was saying that um, they can teach you all that stuff, but yeah, like they just yeah. need they need people with with highly developed skills to to help make this thing a true reality. Yeah, guys, spruce up those resumes and get out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, a couple other things that they're trying to solve, I guess, is a memory loss, hearing loss, blindness, uh, we already went over paralysis, uh, depression. They're going to be able to, I guess, I'm not sure if they're going to be able to stimulate the brain so it releases more serotonin or what yeah. the deal with that well, is. Well, I think that's that's one of the things that that they were saying that, that they, they could possibly do is they can control the rate, the, not the rate, but the um, distribution of hormones and that you can control like so the, as far as depression goes like you have that chemical imbalance mm -hmm. when you have the Neuralink in there it can regulate your hormones like to make it seem like you don't have depression because I guess essentially you wouldn't mm -hmm. if, if it's regulating those hormones your event you're avoiding that chemical imbalance and see I, the thing that kind of worries me about that a little mm -hmm. bit so I am not a biologist, and I am not a chemist at all, so, yeah. I mean... By the way... You guys correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. We don't have the facts. We but don't. That's yeah. the theme, theme of this show. We kind of talk out of our asses. Yeah. Um, we, we are pseudo-intellectuals. <laughs> yeah. We, we um, don't claim any expertise, but this is for entertainment. We love exploring these topics, um, so please don't take what we say as fact at all uh, we're just discussing we're not just... serious people and you shouldn't be either <laughs> exactly cheers cheers to that yeah um okay. where, where i was going so um I'm, I'm sorry you were saying that it's going to be um it could potentially be controlling the the, the, the hormones like the regulating <clears throat> hormones like as, as far as because you were mentioning depression and like how that's a chemical imbalance and it has that potential to regulate okay those things in our so i mean as, as far as my understanding goes of like regulating hormones like isn't there like your your brain creates these hormones right like yes. it's, it's like a chemical so mm -hmm. so there is a, a finite amount of these things in your brain like what happens when like if, if somebody's at like a depressive point where you know the neuralink just starts pumping in serotonin and pumping it in well I and think, then it starts getting depleted like does the brain just start making but more that's the thing like we know about that issue we like, know about serotonin depletion well, so that would that essentially like that would probably be one of the first things programmed into the neuralink right is there's um, are they going to like hack into the brain and then say like create more serotonin so that we can keep this fucking train running well no the, like, the thing i think it's more about understanding the, the how it works naturally and being able to manipulate it as as it is there's only so much serotonin that we can take as far as um our receptors go so like when like if we have so like okay for example with with cannabis because I, I i work in the cannabis industry i smoke a lot of weed um there's something like if you smoke too much, there's something called um, ser I forget the actual name of it. It's like serotonin depletion or something. But the, it's when you're you get maxed out on mm -hmm. serotonin and you get depressed because you can't get happy anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure but, my god sister has that. Yeah, she so, had that at one point. Yeah, and so it's like it's not a, so much weed. Yeah, all the time. It's not a good thing. So what Neuralink would essentially be able to do would be it would be able to tell you 
like it's not only just about regulating autonomously your system it's more about like like a Fitbit, like what you have on, on yeah. there. Like mm -hmm. it's going to tell you, it's going to give you data and mm -hmm. information so that you can make better make better decisions about what you're doing. So if just like if, if you're getting your serotonin depleted, your Neuralink will be able to tell you like, oh, like this is what's going on. And then you can mm -hmm. make a conscious decision to, okay, well, I need to adjust how much I smoke or I like what I do. I or, feel like they're kind of know. like egging on that, you know, like not only is this going to be a reading device, but at some point it's going to be a writing device as well. Like they'll be able to you know, write information into the brain and not just read it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's, that's incredible. Like it's, it's going to be, and that's, that's a scary thing too, because, mm -hmm. you know, then you think about, you know, people trying to override certain things about the brain that they don't completely understand. Like we know next, to no, even the experts know next to nothing about how our brain works. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, lately I've been listening to a lot of um, books and podcasts about consciousness and mm. there's no one knows what, yeah, no, what no, it is. Nobody it's, has a fucking idea, dude. It's not a thing. Like, yeah. It's. I, mean, I, I feel like it, it was a little, a little uh, grandiose of them to say that, yeah, we're going to be able to understand consciousness more with this. It, yeah, it, it, it was, it's a little bit. I think it's it, like this is just going to be another door that opens and be like, fuck, there's nothing here. Like we. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it could be that, and it could be, it, and it very well might be a doorway into understanding consciousness a little bit more. It might mm -hmm. be able to disprove or um, contribute to other theories of consciousness. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Um, there are so many theories of consciousness out there that, you know, we don't know what actually is true and what's not. And if we're able. What scares me about Neuralink is that it, and science in general, is that it seems that the goal of science is no longer um, to understand, but to manipulate. And I'm scared that if we try to manipulate the natural world too much, that we're going to, you know, just like a toddler, knock something over and create a chain reaction that we can't fucking fix because mm -hmm. we don't understand what we're doing. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? Like no, I, I, to I, to I, to I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude, like we could be just like clumsily, like, you know, sauntering into a room, you know, with our, you know, drunken monkey brain and, you know, just like stumble over something and accidentally, you know, right. like, fall into a bathtub full of water and we take the toaster with us. Right. Like we could be really fucking this up. Um, we don't know, right. but I have high hopes, man. I have high hopes, but there are, there's a lot of things. I'm always I think. positive about the future, man. <clears throat> I'm so excited about new technology it's just it is you've you've got to really you've got to have your doubts mm -hmm. yeah i mean so i mean let's kind of like roll it back a little bit um they i mean a couple couple things that they mentioned in the uh, in the presentation is the ability first off the ability to summon your tesla like yeah you're gonna be able to that would be fucking dope man yeah that's gonna be <laughs> absolutely insane i mean you can already do it you know i think i, I, don't, I mean you I, can, I, don't, I don't own a tesla but from what i hear you know you can essentially reach into your pocket i'm not sure if it's like a a, a fob or if you just do it with your phone but i mean i, I i'm sure you could do it with your phone because mm -hmm. i know there's the gigantic computer in it and, and they're futuristic and they always go ham like mm -hmm. at tesla but um to be able to think like okay well i'm running out the house late or whatever, and I just need to get my car started, and you just simply think that while you're getting your shoes on or whatever the fuck, like your car is starting. Mm -hmm. You know, you get in your car, you find, you, you put in directions because you got to fucking do your email or whatever, and so you get your, the Tesla backs out of the, I mean, the, the application for that is just absolutely. Just that alone is awesome. Just the, the whole, like, connectivity, like with the smart house and everything, and mm -hmm. like being able to connect yeah, to man. your lights, to connect, like. 
Like all of a sudden, you're a smart dude, fucking. I mean, like uh, uh, imagine. Okay, like say so. Already, like you can summon your car, mm-hmm. but okay, and th- I mean things might get conflicting if you have more than one person in the house. But let's say you own, you know, you're an apartment on mm-hmm. your own. You got a Neuralink, and you have like a Nest or whatever that it's connected to. Mm-hmm. Like based off of your like biorhythmic ap- activity, it's going to adjust the air conditioning or the heater yeah. to make you feel as comfortable as possible. Absolutely. Maybe with you without you even thinking about it, it just understands. Yeah, that because it's monitoring your mm-hmm. internal like whatever that's going on, and that's going to take care of you before. You and that and that's what's scary about the consciousness is like I think that's where they're going is it's like so because there's a thing where in for pain I forget what study it was or what the scientist is again not an expert yeah. um, no but, facts um, <laughs> what what I remember hearing is that our body notices pain before our before we're aware of it so we react to pain. And react to things like the fight or flight, fight or flight response that happens before we are consciously aware of it. Oh yeah, man! I how does that? How do we explain that? I can't tell you how many times. I mean, it's probably been like two or three times. So I can <laughs> tell you, um, you know, an average. But yeah, I mean, there have been times where I've been like slicing bread, and like you know, you can just you feel the knife like just slice through it, like a chunk of skin, and it doesn't hurt right away. But then you know, after a couple, like you take it up, you look at the blood, right. and then and then when you point, notice it, yeah, then you then feel. The pain. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, a little bit. It's weird. Um, don't know the science behind that. Let us know in the comments. Yes, um, if you do. <clears throat> but doubt so, you do though. Um, <laughs> another thing that they uh, talked about was uh, telepathy. I think that that's going to be really interesting to mm-hmm. me because it's going like. Okay, there's a few different ways I want to. I'd like to talk about this. So first, All right. the telepathy thing. Like, let's talk about like what what the impact will be on relationships mm-hmm. like just just not romantic but just really like friends mm-hmm. family what would it mean when i'm communicating to you am i going to be talking to you or am i going to be using language in my head or is it simply going to be chemical reactions that are happening inside my body that we call emotions that you will be able to actually understand through that electrical process of the neural link. I think you're more on the right path path with that. Okay. So the way that I mean, the, what I come came off feeling after watching that is that it's not there now, but in the future, um, you know, they said that this is going to be consensual telepathy. Okay, so it's not just going to be like you're throwing a thought into my brain and I have no like resist you know resistance of like hearing what the hell you're te- you're telling me. Mm. I mean, imagine the cat calling that would go on with that. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that and that would be an issue. Ladies so would like, be screwed. Yeah, privacy, man. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different subject, but just just yeah. to mention it really quickly, like what you said, like the cat calling, mm-hmm. so inappropriate. Like what, like. Yeah, I don't even know if you we can, don't need to mention you, as men. I like, I, I don't even think that you, you need to like. It wouldn't be catcalling at that point. Like, no, it, would, it would be it would be harassment. Uh, yeah, like we would have to write new laws. Like yeah. you couldn't do that. Yeah, no. I mean, um, it, it, so it, there would have to be some yeah. way to prevent. Like you'd have to have permission. Like, can I can I communicate with this person? And like, there'd have to be some way to be for for you guys to have a consensual. Now we would have to consent to talk to each other to have a communication. And what does that look yeah. like? Well, I mean, you don't have you to know. necessarily with like voice talking, but if you're going to be in someone's head, yeah, you know, um, it, uh, that I, there, there definitely needs to be some kind of a barrier to that. There does. They, they did lightly talk about uh, security issues, which I, they didn't 
say much about it. I mean, the only yeah. thing that they really well, mentioned how, was that they're building it from the ground up so they have mm -hmm. more control over it, which I'm not exactly, I, I, I don't know what that means entirely. No. You know, it, people are going to figure PR. it out. It's you know? PR. People they're, always figure it out. There's, yeah. If there's going to be computers, there's going to be hacking. Mm -hmm. If there's going to be tech, there's going to be hacking. You're going to be, people are going to take advantage of their technology and push the limits mm -hmm. to see what you can do with it. And yeah. that that's exciting. I'm all for that. I'm not for abusing it, just to be clear. Um, leave people alone. Don't cause harm. But please push the limits. Figure out what we can yeah, do. No, find, What's our potential? Find find the uh, you know the um, the cracks in the in the cement and let's uh, let's patch that shit up because yes. I mean I'd be excited to get one of these things. I don't. I definitely am not going to be someone to get one right away. No, I'm not. But, I'm never <laughs> for the for the record. I'm never first generation. If you're first generation, thank you for being the guinea pigs. Brave of all of our soldiers, you are absolutely. I'm never first generation. Salute you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no no yeah. no no. I'm but not. no, it's definitely I, the the for, thing that's fortunate about this though is I think that we'll be alive long enough to take advantage of, you know, second, third, and fourth generations. Yeah, no, know? I mean, we'll be we'll be around for it, man. Uh, honestly, I think, you know, at, at the rate that this thing is being developed, I'm sorry, we're going to go back to um, the consensual telepathy in a second yeah. here. But I just lost where I was going. It's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, totally lost it. So I'll just go back to the consensual telepathy thing. Um, I think that it's going to be a whole lot, like you had just mentioned it, where when you're... You know, we're, we're talking right now, so we're formulating an idea in our head, and then it's being filtered through all of the different brain mm -hmm. um, neurons and electrical patterns that it has to go through to get into the language center and then make it to the motor center to be able to project it as, right. you know, a voice so that you can hear it. Right. And then, and then I've and got then to interpret it. You have to interpret it, and it has to yeah. go into your brain, and you have to reason what I'm saying right. and understand that whole bit. Right, and even then, it's not going to be a perfect understanding of what you're saying. Like, that, that's the whole game of having a conversation is making mm -hmm. sure that we're understanding each other as we go along. Yeah, so th what, I, what they kind of let it on to be like is that I'm going to be able to conceptualize an idea and, <clears throat> you know... I think that they, it would. I don't know how it would be able to get around it, or if it, we just wouldn't have it at all. But you'd be able to conceptualize an idea, and then I would be able to, you know, do whatever the mind version of text that over to you is. Right, and that and would then, be a completely new sensation for a human being. Yeah, and then because when can you ever experience the true thought of someone else? Yeah. That like that's what's really exciting to me is like what is what's the difference between truly understanding someone else's thinking versus thinking you understand someone else's exactly. thinking. Exactly. Because <laughs> you know, I mean I, I think that it it's either gonna create a lot of problems or it's going to create a lot of solutions to political battles. Like imagine Im imagine like it, like debates going on where yeah. instead of me talking at you, trying to prove my point, I go here. This is how I see it, and I throw it your direction, and then you experience that, and you, not only are you getting, you know, the general idea like in a in like a language form, right. but you're seeing the visuals that are popping up in my head as I'm trying to describe it. You right. get the emotional all feelings. the sensations that are connected to yeah. that conception, the emotional feelings that you know come across while this you know pattern of brain activity is going on in my head. Right. And like, I think people are going to cry, dude. Like, it's going to yeah. be... It's going to be an overwhelming, like, <clears throat> almost divine experience. Mm -hmm. and, and that's another crazy thing that we can... I mean, there's so many different branches we can go off of talking about this. We can oh, go on for yeah. hours and yeah. hours. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely um, can. 
Um, but, um, but yeah, no, the telepathy thing, I mean, because me, I mean, my whole life growing up, I always thought of telepathy as just me being able to talk in my English language to another person. Correct, and they're, they're hearing it. They're just yeah. hearing it in their mind. The idea of being able to, like, transmit a thought. Yeah. You know? And completely different. Not those kind of thoughts, you dirty-minded dirty <laughs> sons dirty, of bitches. Dirty audience. <laughs> the, right. the mental mental thoughts. <laughs> not those ones. <laughs> um, but I think that... When somebody does that for the first time, man, like, it's going to be yeah. really weird. It is. And, People, like, like, imagine, okay, so, like, imagine, so I'm sorry, I'm just going to go on no for a second, but, you know, people have, you know, their stakes in the ground. They have their ideas. They have their, you know, their, um, what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Their morals and their, their, no, their principles, their, their values. Their perspective on their life. perspective, yeah. You know, what, what's good, what's not good, what's here, what's there. Mm -hmm. And then somebody gives them something, and for that brief moment while they're experiencing it, that whole construct that they've made in their brain just shatters. Yeah. And just dissolves away. And then they come back to it like, holy shit. Like, life can be an entirely different way than what I'm imagining it. And yes. Wow. 100%. And that, that is true even without Neuralink. But the ability yeah. to get people to understand <laughs> that, that's much harder. And I think that's where Elon Musk is a genius and is, as far as solving these complex problems in pragmatic ways. is I think you hit it right on the nail there as far as like being able to shatter your perspective or your perspective and understand that it's just because you so strongly think or believe things are a certain way doesn't necessarily align with the reality. Exactly. And by yeah. able being by being able to fully understand and take in someone else's perspective, mm -hmm. um, not only can it shatter, like it could it could not shatter your perspective. It could add to it. It could mm -hmm. change it. It could it could metamorph metamorphosize into something that you never thought was possible and it could you could get huge insights from that. Yeah. It's 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 an incredible thing for a human being a human being to be able to do. I wonder if it's going to be such an experience that people would get addicted to it. Absolutely. I think addiction is built in to humans. God. Or I think it's you I think what? it serves a purpose. I think addiction gets I think it's mm. it gets it runs away a there lot of the time, but I think it serves a very positive purpose in the development of human beings and evolution. There was a movie that I, this is just like, I, I'm just thinking of this movie now mm -hmm. while we're talking. I cannot remember. It may have been Flatliners. Mm -hmm. um, I think this was like in the 80s. You have like, to describe it. I can't an, help it's you. An old, it's an older movie. Um, but there. God, if I, I, I can barely remember what happens. The THC infused neurons in my brain are reaching really hard <laughs> trying to remember this one. But um, if you can tell me who's in it, what happens? I, I cannot remember who's in it or what's. But what premise? happens is essentially okay. like there's these, um, you know, people are like recording their own memories. Okay. And um, there's like some sort of like device you put on your head. I think it might almost be like VR. Okay. Um, but I think it connects to the brain too, so you feel the feelings and like coming, I, mean, I guess, kind of like Neuralink. But people are like paying like hot money to get like people's experiences. Like people will like record their experience, like they'll, and they'll go rob a bank 
and like the adrenaline rush that they're getting from like doing this and people are paying money to like wow. be able to experience what that's like but um like i don't think that's flatliners um that i is... can't remember what the name of the movie is but then like they um i think i i, I could totally be getting this wrong fact check me on this shit mm-hmm. um but i think that there becomes like a fad where people like want to experience death and oh, the dying is... process and this totally sounds um, so familiar. I can't remember where I, the rest of the movie goes from there. I'm pretty sure. I, it's I, like I a horror remember. movie or something like that. No. I can't remember exactly where it goes, but um, that, that's what this kind of reminds me of is like being able to pass pass on those you know those thoughts. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, we can get to, to memories now. I guess if we want to, we can we can move on to that subject of what Neuralink is going to be. Yeah, able that, to and do. that would be really as far as learning goes. Like that would be <clears> incredible if you were able to experience someone else's memory or like how to do something through Neuralink, then, you know, as because I'm not sure how learning completely happens, how it gets encoded, Mm -hmm. but if you're able to experience essentially the same experience as someone else, doesn't that encode, wouldn't that encode the learning? So wouldn't that essentially make it possible, like how in the Matrix Neo gets loaded in all that information, Mm -hmm. like you'd be able to do that. Like you could be like, all right, well, Gordon Ramsay's selling his fucking neurons on how to make excellent food. You know, let me do that. Everyone can do that, you know? Exactly, man. I mean, okay, so imagine um, imagine somebody like Ward Buffett, okay? Yes. Decides to hook his brain up, and he uploads, you know, they have him, <clears throat> I don't know, this is just like my imagination, like trying to think of how this would happen. You know, they, they, they put a neural link in him and he sits there for eight hours and he goes through his memories and like everything of how he, you know, has learned to, um, you know, project what the stock market is going to do, how, how we can, um, you know, kind of yeah. see ahead of the curve. He probably wouldn't even need to put in effort. He probably would just need to sit there and wait for the machine to extract <laughs> that information. Well, maybe, yeah, pro- probably at that point, but then, you know, they extract that information. So now you have... The Warren Buffett skill set. Okay, you have an app, the application, the Warren Buffett. Yeah. How many people do you think would be lining up? Oh, hundreds to of pay thousands. for that shit. Hundreds now, of thousands. You know. Now, I mean, you got you think of that. I mean, people definitely want that skill set. How many people do you think are going to want Joe Biden's? All right. <laughs> Probably no one. I have to say it. No, but that's that's an interesting mm-hmm. thing. Is yeah. like if. Or Elon, because that's the other Elon thing. Musk, like, what, for example, like, yeah, that'd be know. incredible. But think about how what would that do economically to to our world? How would we? How could? How do we interact with each other when that happens? If if there's okay, so you just look look at look at your app store or whatever, and you look at the most popular apps and how mm-hmm. many downloads there are. There's like you know 1.1 million downloads. There's gonna be like 1.5 million people downloading this stuff once it's affordable to have mm-hmm. right and they're, they're going to have this application so what is that going to do it's going to even out the playing field so not only are you is everyone going to be behaving just like warren buffett when they're paying for stocks mm-hmm. but the profitability will go way down so is it really going to be worth it if it's split well, between 1.5 million man. people so here, here, here's the thing like say people download the you know a million people download the Warren Buffett app all yeah. right and they are now looking at the stock market through you know the cognitive um, perception of Warren Buffett and i think that there would be definitely be a clash because some of those individuals are going to react first Right. And they're going to start pushing the market in one direction. And then, you know, 
I'm, I, I would make the assumption like most people that, you know, over time, like, you know, your ideas change or like when you see something, you know, I mean, the, uh, an action has happened. Okay. You have half, half the population starts moving in this direction. And then you have the other half of the Warren Buffetts who are looking at it like, all right, well, these, you know, this stock in, um, so, okay, I'm sorry. Say, like me, rubber is going is going up. Let me make sure I'm understanding this properly. The way that you're perceiving the the um, Warren Buffett application is that they'll be able to intake all that information, but not experientially as Warren Buffett. They will be able to take the same information but make their own independent choices. Yes. Okay. So I mean, you would have some of the, some some of the war, Warren so Buffett applicants, I guess. Mm -hmm. We'll just call them applicants for now. People who are using the Warren Buffett app, or you know, his mindset effectively. Right. Um, and they start making market moves. Right. Right. The other Warren Buffetts are going to look at those market moves, and based off of those market moves, they will make their own. And but but the thing is, is like if they have Warren Buffett's experience, mm -hmm. they would all be making the same decision at the same time. I would, they would they would have the same inclinations. They would be thinking about what move they're going to be making next because based off of the way that Warren Buffett thinks. I would I would I would say that you'd be correct if everybody was acting at the same time. So, but the thing is, is like, would they be would they be consciously acting at the same time? If you're if you in if you download Warren Buffett's consciousness or not consciousness, but his his mindset or the way that he thinks about stocks. The way that he thinks about stocks has everything to do with how he interacts with space and time. Mm -hmm. It's when he's thinking about it at a certain time, he's going to, to put money at a certain place at a certain time, and that's what makes him profitable. It's it's about the right timing. It's about paying the right amount of money for the right stocks at the right time. So what would prevent everyone who downloaded the Warren Buffett app to not make the same decisions the same way? That might be the case. I don't think that everybody who would have that would un un unanimously go in the same direction at all times. Okay. I think depending on where their focus is, mm -hmm. they would make separate decisions. So okay. you have these Warren Buffetts making these choices. And now that the market has changed because of the choices that this half of the Warren Buffett app population has made, mm -hmm. they would see that as an opportunity to grab these other choices. That's true. I mean, I guess that's a, it would suppose on the nature of consciousness, too, because, like, if... The, yeah. the, the problem is, is like, if, if there's a self... Into a layering issue, right? Yeah, because, like, the thing is, is if there's a self, then, yeah, what you're saying mm -hmm. would act, what could happen. But if we find out that consciousness is actually one thing that we're all a part of, that we're experiencing differently, mm -hmm. and this Neuralink allows us to align with each other conceptually and experientially then we all make the same decisions and we are i don't know it's going it turns into sort of a weird dystopic I just, I, kind I, of I situation i don't think that, that that would happen so i mean the, then the reason why is because like i think of photoshop i mm -hmm. guess so you have you know a ton, ton of graphic designers and photographers and they all have the idea of photoshop and what to do in it there's a certain skill set that every you know buddy at the base level has, but they choose to use those things in different ways. Right. So everyone's running off the Photoshop app, but they're using the program in a totally different way than the okay. other guy. 
Got it. So I, I, I think that people would have... So it's more of a stylistic choice that yeah. people would have. Yeah, I, okay. I think so. I think that they would, you know, you have the ability to use the ideas of Warren Buffett and you're able to see it. So like you'd be able to like adjust like, but this is like, how much influence I want from this application or something like that. Yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I think we're getting a little like convoluted at, the, at this point with it. Okay. Um, but it's... You know, I think that, you know, based on the self, like people will have their own and, you know, their innate like self consciousness and then they will basically be able to add like layers of knowledge or skill sets to that. Okay. They're still they still have their own, you know, idiosyncratic ways that they deal. They work about doing things. Okay. But they also have the knowledge of like what this person would do. Like they would you don't always follow what that person would do, even if they're, you know, a a great like role model to you, mm -hmm. but you, you but you know, right? I think that that kind of might be what it what it's like. Got it. Um, that's just kind of my idea of it. Um, I don't know. We, That'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'd be. <laughs> oh, I would love me some Warren Buffett thoughts. Yeah, that would that would, would be definitely help. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me, man. I'm just like, you know, people would pay a lot of money for it. It's like even if it, it like, if it drove you broke, you'd be able to make the money back. You would, you know. Yeah, like, it's you, crazy. You'd, like you'd have the insight to be able. I'm to do just it. thinking about the economic impacts. Like it would be a true huge paradigm shift. Like the way that we live our day to day lives. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's move on to a, some, what other applications do you think, Lord Neuralink? So they went into gaming, and okay. I, I think that was kind of a. Kind of an idea that everyone had with it. You know? Absolutely, everybody I, wants to. Well, I mean, at this point, it's a lazier way to play video games. Absolutely. but it's kind of, it would be kind of cool. I mean, I think it'll get a lot more interesting. It'd be super immersive. Well, because you can create sensation <laughs> until it gets to that point. It'll be cool. I mean, I think like in the initial stages, it's going to be like you still looking at a video game on the TV screen, but instead of using a controller, you're using your mind to... Oh, yeah, absolutely. But once they get into, like, the visual cortex and, you know, the motor, I don't know, motor... Combining it with the VR, though, mm -hmm. like, that's what's really interesting to me. Yeah, I mean, like, what's what's holding VR back right now is, like, you, can, you, you can't... There's no... You can't be in a motion-full game. Like, you can't walk around in it without getting dizzy. Like, you can't play Call of Duty and run around while you're sitting still. Because your brain is telling, you know, or sorry, your eyes are telling your mind that you're running and mm -hmm. you should be feeling a certain way like you're right. moving back and forth. I mean, but some people can do it. It's just, it's a matter of getting used to it. But it's just, most it's not. Most of the population yeah. can, man, which is why they've, yeah. like, all the, like, FPS games that I've played on it mm. are always, like, you have to, like, move the cursor and then you, like, point to where you want to end up and you teleport over there. And you can, like, move, like, 360 degrees, but you can't move forward, backwards, side to side. Okay. Um, so, like, the problem is, like, people are getting dizzy. And, I mean, I thought about this a long time ago, and I, I cannot find a video on it, but I always thought that this would have been a good application for it. But I remember, like, seeing this, like, it was, like, one of those, like, TV shows um, where it's, like, weird inventions. Oh, yeah. Know, blah, blah, blah. And there was this uh, this headset that was, like, created in Japan that emitted these... Um, vibrations into your colloquial system nice. and it made you like walk forward or like to the side because it messed with your equilibrium okay and it made you like feel like you were going one way or the other nice I don't know why that hasn't been implemented into VR that seems yet. like a very simple solution for that problem <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I, I mean I'm sure it's expensive I remember seeing it I, I cannot find it anywhere so don't yeah. ask me I've, I've yeah. searched for it a million times send a link in the comics yeah if, if you, you guys find it let us know it. yeah yeah um 
So anyway, I don't know why that hasn't been utilized, but with Neuralink, once they get into the visual cortex, once they get into like being able to control your equilibrium yeah. and you know, control your senses in that matter, and you're in full immersion, like we're talking like full on matrix mode right. where everything that you do see and feel right. feels like reality. Absolutely. Um, It'd be really neat. Like I wouldn't so like okay, for first person shooters, for example, mm -hmm. I would not want the sensation of being shot. No. Okay. But I would also right. it'd be really cool to feel the sensation of like you know, say say I'm out in the fucking desert, and I'm fucking. I want to feel the wind and the sand hit mm -hmm. against my arm. Like that would be a really cool sensation. Um, if I was walking through a swamp, I want to feel like my legs getting wet. You, you know. You know, it would be like a great tactic to use if you wanted to win all the time. What? If somehow you could like brain hack the other team that every time that they got shot, it felt like an orgasm. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> they were <laughs> See, coming all the time. <laughs> then you get banned. But that would be so sick. Like there are people out there that it's would like, do that and oh, just distract oh, them. This feels so good to die. Like your KD ratio just like Hell yeah, skyrockets. Dude. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious, man. Yeah, that would be so like, good. super weird to get that sensation. I mean, yeah, no, I definitely don't want to, you know, feel getting shot. That would, no, that would that suck. Would suck. But, I don't want to do I mean, that. Like, honestly, the, I mean, the, I think that there should be a penalty for dying oh yeah you should feel something yeah. like not not you shouldn't be playing video games and feel a bunch of pain you shouldn't be leaving a video game and feeling like you just did a fucking four-hour workout or whatever you know? <laughs> hey you know that, that that actually sorry i mean i think that that might actually be a good idea like what if like while you're playing this game you're getting the same like heart rate and workout and like muscle tension like well, like you're you're not realizing it, but in the real world, you're actually like building those muscles. Well, while absolutely, you're that'd be great. Like doing this thing, and yeah. But I mean, they've they've got machines. Like, they've got those treadmills. <laughs> I think we all would. Yeah. Um, it'd be if we that would be a really cool thing if we could find a way for video games to be healthy for us. If yeah. we could incorporate some sort of we tried it back in like the yeah the Wii days yeah the Wii days yeah fucking <laughs> yeah not. Not the best, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But so where I kind of see the thing going with gaming. Okay. All right. So this is like Neuralink in comparison to this other. Like I, I, I swear I either heard about it on a YouTube video or I read it in an article. But I know the military. Or I don't know, but I feel like I have read at some yeah. point the military did a study on like the brain's activity while people were playing StarCraft. Okay. And Star StarCraft is a, it's a real time strategy game. I think where you know you're looking top down and like okay. you have your your uh, you know your army mm -hmm. and you're like you're building stuff right. as things are going along and you move your army to this section to like defeat. So I think the military is going to be really, really excited about this oh, because for sure. we already have people who are, you know, sitting down at a desk. They got a TV screen in front of them and they are piloting a drone and they're just oh, like yeah. going around and just boop, click a button and drops the bomb. Imagine having a Neuralink and being connected to just, um, <clears throat> you know, a bunch of Humvees and vehicles. Oh, absolutely. Loaded. One man army. Loaded. Guns can't harm me. Loaded with, <laughs> loaded with, yeah, loaded with drones or those new, like, cheetah dogs that, uh, Boston oh, yeah, the, Dynamics. The creepy is, ones yeah, that like, fucking like DARPA yeah, was making. Yeah, dark, yeah. yeah man, the, the, the little cheetah dog. Yeah. Like, dude, they're going to kill so many people with that shit, dude. Oh, man, that's what America's gonna, best at. It's going to be horrible, man. <laughs> it's going to be, I mean, imagine one of those things running at you with a Gatling gun on the back, dude. And it's just going 70 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. No, no, like that's, yeah, that's the only way we're going to survive as a country is our military force. Sorry, guys. 
Yep. Well, it's, <laughs> it's one way. Um, yeah. I mean, oof. No, but let's not get it. No, I, I mean, they're already looking at the like how the mind is controlling all of these different assets of what is an army through StarCraft. Like, there are, yeah. there, I don't know if you've ever played the game, have you? No, I've never played StarCraft. I know of it. Yeah. I know people I, I've played, played it. it. I played it a little bit. I haven't played it a whole lot. My yeah. friend was getting me into it for a little bit, but um, I don't know. I'm an FPS guy. I like, I like first person shooters. Absolutely. I mean, man. I also, I mean, Skyrim was also a cool one. I like my RPGs as well. But um, the, the top-down RTS games aren't necessarily for me. But I understand them, and yeah. you know, you're sitting, sitting there, and you're like, you know, effectively building up your base. Like, imagine like having this Neuralink, and then you know, you're calling upon all of these different resources that the army has available to you. Like, you're moving tanks, you're moving like in, into like certain positions yeah. to get ready for an attack. You have these like big, huge, like I don't know, maybe like semi truck kind of tank things and you know all of a sudden you're ready to attack and you just think and then the top pops off and like just a fucking thousand drones come flying out right and each one of them has a bullet and all all of them are you know they got facial recognition um you know technology in them and so you can go into this city and you are taking out you know a person right just people and you're you're, you're taking out you know all of the the terrorists or you know whatever the hell whatever right People you, a little bit, just way more efficiently. Yeah, and just more way more precisely. efficiently. Like you're yeah. not, you're not bombing the hell out of the place. You're just taking them out by the person without having any of your own like army, you know, physical yeah. bodies there taking any damage. It's For only sure. only done by robotics, and you're able to leave the infrastructure. For sure. Like it's like setting off a nuke without destroying all the buildings. Yeah, wouldn't you that know? be great? Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's. I don't know. The military applications <clears throat> are. Far and beyond. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, like the really one that like kind of like hits me on the head is just like like thinking of like going to war like you're playing Star Starcraft. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean <laughs> war is already a game. Like yeah. that's it's always been a game, and mm -hmm. now we're just making it more like the games that we play for fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean we're we're kind of going down like the dark side of where Neuralink can go. Yeah, um, brain hacking. Brain hacking. Yeah, we. I mean we've touched on brain hacking throughout like I think all of our topics. Like mm -hmm. it's that'd be a scary thing to do. Like. Can you imagine you're in this relationship with this woman who's been awesome to you and all of a sudden you find out, you know, over time that you're not hitting it off or whatever and you just find, I don't, you don't feel what you felt for her before and so you break up, you move on. She doesn't feel the same way. Uh, she's very techno technologically savvy and so she decides to hack your brain to make you think like you made a mistake and then now you're in this relationship against your will. Now, that's a question of like, do you actually, are you, how do you know like what you're doing is what you want to do if there's an ability for someone to go in there and control, you know, what your thoughts are? What if they could rewrite your memory? Like, mm -hmm. what if they thought, you know, they could rewrite something else? Yeah. What if they control like the hormone <clears throat> regulating, what they, you know? add more love or add more, you know, whatever it is, you know, and that's not what you want to do. Like then your free will is gone. Your privacy is gone. Yeah. How do you get back? Well, How can you even tell? Imagine, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a crazy thing to think, man. Yeah, yeah. Somebody just like totally like rewrote your memory to think, I mean, like say you did something like really fucked up to a person yeah. and you want them to forget it. Yeah. And so you rewrite like that memory and you, you know, you hack into their brain and you're, you're able to take that out and replace it with something like really nice. Like, you know, a time where you guys like went and played with a bunch of puppies or something right. like that. It would, it would be nuts, man. Um, 
I mean, imagine like people trying to get away with murder. Oh, all like, the time. Jesus Christ, dude. Like, all the time. I mean, for, I mean, a lot of it is like, people, you know, they, they bring in witnesses. But what happens when everyone's got a Neuralink and the person who commits the murder, um, you know, is, you know, a, a hacker. And he just goes, boom, on a keyboard or no in his brain remembers. or whatever. And no, not even that they don't remember. But every he puts out to a million people that they have witnessed the murder and eat, and the murder that they witnessed was done by a different person. There you go, a different person for every person. Yes, different person for every person. That's wild. And so you have all these people who you know think that right. they have witnessed this. Like the, thing. The, they know that they've witnessed. They, mm -hmm. and, and effectively, they have witnessed the murder. Mm -hmm. but. Yeah. Yeah, man, that it would be an absolutely crazy thing to think. But here, let's throw this one at you. Okay. Okay. So instead of her, you know, incepting into your brain, you know your um like her idea of how mm -hmm. you should feel about her right you know she just decides to get revenge and say like you're a really bad guy and you you cheated on her right mm -hmm. and she fucking she's just fucking pissed so she decides to conglomerate or you know make up her own memory or maybe you know maybe just her imagination she decides to record this you know the scene of her fucking your best friend and then throws that into your mind. Yeah. And you fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the possibilities of, you know, this brain hacking, you know, I mean, right. they're, they're working on the security. They're, I mean, they're saying, you know, they're saying that they're building it from the ground up and so they have some control over it. Yeah. But like we said There's earlier. There's ways around. There's ways the, around that. As, a, as a, the great, um, was it Jeff, what Jeff Goldblum would say, life finds a way. <laughs> life finds a way. Yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park for um, you youngins out yeah, there. You little kids, you guys don't know shit. <laughs> mm. If you do, leave it in the comments. Yes, yeah. we'd like to. Yeah, I want to see your best learn. Jeff Goldblum memes. Yes, let's see. Best him. ones. Um, well, Jesus, dude. Yeah, I mean, brain hacking is gonna—it's gonna be a thing at some point. No, one hundred percent. I mean, the, you'll. We'll, we'll get to a point. I mean, I, I, honestly, I think we're already at this point with social mm -hmm. media. I don't think anybody really knows what's real or fake at this point. No. There's so much fake news and, right. you know. That's the foundations of brain hacking is social media. Yeah, I mean, there's it's already. It's like, like, you see, like, how do we end up in this situation where we have this maniacal man running our country mm. because of social media? Because we, we trust the information that we take in. And that's a scary thing. Because if we can't trust the information that we take in, like, how can we make good, honest choices that are going to be good for us and for the people around us? Yeah, man, I mean, just, there's just a shitload of fake news. And, I mean, I'll, I'll go back to that, um, like, the, what was the podcast with the guy, Tim what? Kennedy. Tim Kennedy. What he was talking about, you know, like, everyone's so worried about, like, the Russians having, like, helped Trump out during the election. Mm -hmm. One of his mentions, I mean, I, I think you listen to the podcast as well. Um, you know, it, we do the same shit over there, but his whole perspective on it is like, they're not over here trying to help Trump win. All they're, <clears throat> they have a dictatorship over there. Yes. They want that to look as best as possible. Yes. So instead of, you know, they, they don't give a shit if it was Hillary Clinton or if it was Trump, all they, they all, all they need to do is to make their people think that what the American experiment is is a failure. Yes. And so they're not, you know, going one side or the other. They're, no, they don't give a they're shit. They're throwing disinformation campaigns out to both sides, of man. Of course. I mean, they had that, that whole issue that happened, God, I want to say it was back in like 20... 
16, 17, or 18, I, I can't remember exactly when it was, but it did happen where there was there was a uh, <clears throat> like a Russian, these um, Russian pages had been created, mm -hmm. and one was for like, um, I, th I think it was one was in support of Islam, and the other one was like uh, some sort of like American support group, like maybe mm -hmm. the Three Percenters or the Boogaloo Boys right. or some kind of something like that. But they, they, uh, um, had an event for both of these groups. Okay. And they scheduled it at the same time and place as each mm -hmm. other. Oh, I think I heard about this. Yeah. Okay. And so they're just trying to create strife. Of course. Within America. They, they want this thing to look bad so that it makes what they're doing over there look yeah, good. Yeah, they just want to create confusion. And this is what, yeah, the Tim Kennedy was... Yeah. Kind of similar to this whole COVID-19 situation. Mm. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. So let's get down into the... The the juicy the juicy juicy goosey loosey. Mm -hmm. um, let's get into digitized psychedelic trips. Yes. And what this is gonna look and How feel like. Cool would that be to be able to control <clears throat> any type of psychedelic experience without any fear of it going wrong? I think it would feel amazing. I honestly I don't know if you'd be able to control it necessarily, but what I do think. I mean, you'll be able to control it to an extent, but it'll be outside of the window of the trip. So this is the way that I imagine it happening and people mm -hmm. using it. If I mean, people are really, really into it and they're going to be like, all right, guys, I'm going on my 10 minute break. I'll, I'll be back in a little bit. They go into the car, boop, and then they go into a mushroom trip. But beforehand, they have set a timer for it. That'd right? be dope. A ten, like a 10 minute mushroom to trip. To go on a break. full... Mushroom trip in 10 minutes. How incredible would that be? That would be insane, yeah. man. And I, I think not only that, but like new combinations of chemicals. Like people would be discovering, just like puzzles, like what kind of experience sensationally can we affect in the human body? Yeah, I mean, like for, you know? they're going to they're map it out at first and they'll be able to, you know, create something that's going to be like really close to either like a mushroom trip or an acid trip or a DMT trip. Right. And they are going to, you know, they're going to map that and then they're going to, you know, that'll probably be sold as some kind of a product. Of course. Know? And people are going to want that. They're going to buy it and then they're going to experience it. But the cool thing about it is that you're going to be able to experience these things you know on your own time within a time limit yeah and you'll you, be able to control it yeah and you'll be able to set controls and yeah. boundaries for it and it'll um, be incredibly safe and like how what again the impact economically mm -hmm. to to drugs you know this whole war on drugs yeah and that's the you way, know that's the way like to, that's the way to get around i mean even okay even at the if, if we're at the point at you know, if we're at the point that when this actually it comes to fruition, people are actually able to do it, and mushrooms and all of these psychedelics are still illegal, mm -hmm. this is going to be a loophole for a lot of people to try these things out in a safer way yes. and be able to um, experiment right. in the safety of their own mind. Exactly. And they can not contribute to mm -hmm. death and destruction. Dude, imagine being able to, like, control the dosage. <laughs> you know, like I just want like a little light, yeah, a little light and you trip can, going on right, right now. And then being able to to stop that, to be like, you know, mm -hmm. say, I want to put a safe word in there or whatever. Like, I want to mm -hmm. see what it's like to take ten grams of shrooms, yeah, or, or what or is it like to take fifteen or, grams of shrooms? You could, you, you know? know, you could possibly put like a fear threshold. Like, if things start going south, right, and you know, Neuralink like we'll says, like, oh off. shit, dude, like they're, you know, their fear. Chemical, chem, I don't know what the fear yeah. chemicals are, or whatever they are, but yeah, like, whatever you know, that they're, is. they're reaching a certain threshold, then it pops you out, and you're like, <gasps> yeah, and it saves you. Okay. Very good. All right. Not only that, All but right. it'll also pump in hormones to make you feel like everything's fine. All right. You know? So, I mean, 
people, I mean, especially first timers, will probably do that. But at that point, is it really a mushroom trip or a psychedelic yes, trip? I think effectively, uh, I think philosophically, it is. I well, mean, just because, just because you're you're affecting the right combination of chemicals at a certain time doesn't mean it's not that trip. Mm -hmm. Like the all, all <clears throat> essentially, it's still mechanistic in nature. Like what, when you take mushrooms or when you take acid or whatever all it's doing is telling your brain to do something different with the chemicals it already has I, I, you know i understand that like for for all like intents and purposes whatever you experience will be what it's like but the one thing that you can't do on organic mushrooms or i mean i guess i don't know if like you'd consider acid organic or dmt or i guess dmt to an extent dmt is, acid is and, and mushrooms are all organic um if on an organic trip versus what would be a digitized trip mm -hmm. via Neuralink. I mean, I'm sure on, that, on the organic ones, there ain't no getting off this roller coaster. No, that's <laughs> the, that's the only difference. You have, you you have, have to go through you it. Have you have to go and, through and it. That's that's and half that, the experience. It is half the experience because I mean, sometimes you go into those terror zones. You know, yeah. you go, you go, oh, you go down the yeah. The but dark that's side. the whole point: is you're you're letting go of your but ego it, and yourself, and also, you're learning something. And it teach you know you learn things about yourself in those dark spaces sometimes. Yeah. And I think you know <clears throat> when there'll be a fluffed up version of it that you know the big. All right, well, we'll create a mushroom trip that is never ever going to have a dark terrorizing side to it not valuable for me and like we're, like yeah. there there has to be some sort of like okay so i guess as far as the digitized trips go i, I wouldn't want them to be necessarily quote-unquote perfect mm -hmm. you know i would want it still to have a sense of probability to it i would still want you know if i'm doing if i'm inputting a digitized mushroom trip or a digitized uh ketamine trip or whatever I still want there to be a possibility that it's going to go south because those are where you're going to find the things that you don't know about yourself. That's why you take those, yeah. and those this, things. And this is what's going to why you take that journey. This is where it's going to happen in culture once Neuralink is there, where you're going to have you're going to have uh, like vegan trippers, <laughs> like people who will only do it on on the real. That's true. And That's there's true. going to be you know pyrrhosis. There and, will be, and like, and that, and the thing is, the cool thing about that is, like, I don't think that's going to necessarily create a divide. I think that you know the people who are doing it digitized are. That's just one way. It's like choosing. Like, am I going? This would be like a step into like the organic life. Be like, all right, can I actually handle this? And they'll be able to try. Like it maybe and, like uh, put, it, put guess, it in safe mode. But I guess know? what I was trying to say is like, it, it'll be more of more of like a, a personal choice. Like. I rather get high on weed by smoking this concentrate. I rather get high on weed by smoking this flower. Like it's a different mm. type of high. It's the same compound, but the experience is slightly different and it's your personal choice that's going to determine how well that experience is going to be. So I think no. there are gonna be people who are going to prefer the digitized experience, like people who have lived their lives on mushrooms and all these psychedelics or all these different drugs. I don't think many drugs. people live their lives on mushrooms. <laughs> there are a lot of people out there who, who live their lives, like not not like constantly tripping, but like... Doing microdosing. Exactly, microdosing or just doing trips way more often than they probably mm -hmm. should. Yeah. Um, but I think that there are going to be those people who are going to see the benefits 
to doing it digitized because like there's the potential on digitized is that you can if you can regulate all that stuff then you can do it more often because that's the thing with with mushrooms and and that kind of stuff is it depletes those chemicals that yeah, cause I mean, the trips like, yeah. if you do it too often yeah if you I were thought, doing it with mushrooms you could only do it like once every three weeks and for you'd be able to actually experience a, i mean it depends on on the production of serotonin i, I don't know i'm not yeah. i'm not a master in yeah. this, but it's from what i've heard and this yeah. was probably back in like 2000 but yeah so. if you take mushrooms every day you're not gonna get you're not gonna trip you're gonna have to take more and more mushrooms every day to get the same effect and then at some point that's going to stop and you're not gonna get high off of them at all because you're going to be you're, you've depleted all the yeah, hormones you, you've, that you've had no, like there's, I mean, it's not going to develop the tolerance as well exactly your body's going to know how to fight it off right and but with the digitized you have that up that you have the the opportunity and the the um possibility to um re-up on those chemicals a lot more efficiently and do have that experience more often you know what i think is going to be going to do better than these digitized mushroom trips acid and dmt trips I think that people are going to design their own. Oh, absolutely, 100%. Like, that's what I was saying earlier, is, like, people are going to discover, like, puzzles. Like, their own combinations of compounds and the way that they come together to create new and more splendiferous experiences mm -hmm. that you can't get or that we're just unaware of as far as natural compounds go. There's a million fucking yeah. plants out there that we haven't touched. There's bugs out there that we haven't touched. There's compounds out there that we haven't discovered. And like there's this with the ability to map all these things that are happening in our mind, there is that that potential to design a very new type of experience. I think it's out there, man. I think people are going to find it. I mean, <clears throat> you know, you hear all the, I mean, I haven't done it myself yet. I want to at some point, but, um, you know, you hear all the time with these DMT trips that they, you know, are either visited or they experience some mm -hmm. kind of godlike connection to some entity out there. Exactly. And, you know, once that code's broken and they, you know, I mean, I, I, I couldn't imagine like any like better or like, you know, intense feeling than being in the presence of, you know, what someone would think of as God. Absolutely. You know, as like the source of, right. of it all. How do you, how do you one-up that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, not even with, I mean, like, let's let's get, get off the topic of psychedelics. Yeah. Let's just think of, like, creating new types of trips. What if, you know, people, they just design, like, experience mm -hmm. they design um you know you being able to feel like it's christmas when you're three years old like right that 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 that, that initial, feeling of nostalgia that, that that initial feeling that you have when you wake up and maybe right. not three, I mean, you know, maybe and that's like a, a very a specific little, yeah it's like a very thing. And you, you know, you maybe you get yourself into a stressful situation, and like you know, you, you you know, you get out of it, and then you go and you sit in your car and you just go, and you, you just know. enjoy. And that's your nicotine. You and, know, that's your cigarette. Yeah, and then you just you know, yeah. dwell on. I this. mean, I'm sure you could do that. Like with with, you could collect memories, and mm -hmm. and you can save that as experiences, and then you can be like every time that you feel. You know, because that, that's also, that's a tool that is taught, too, where, like, when you get stressed out or you get anxious is you need to, you sit down and you think about something pleasant or a, a memory that you remember being calm and you remember that. And, like, being able, if you're able to recall that more efficiently and more effectively, um, the, the, the implications could be incredible, like, as far as calming yourself down, as far as getting yourself back on track to being in the present moment, uh, 
that's an incredible application that Neuralink could have. Yeah, man. I mean, I I, I keep on thinking about this, but then like, it gets counteracted. That's like you know, I, I feel like a lot of people will spend like a lot of time in these you know effectively like daydream states mm -hmm. where they're just like constantly like putting in you know positive inputs and have, like reliving these experiences and having these good feelings like constantly inject into them yeah um and you know to the extent that they can before all their serotonin is depleted and maybe in our link will you know will develop a point where it's like it'll tell the brain to just like start creating more serotonin so it always has a feed of this stuff right. i don't i don't know exactly how it's going to go down but um, I mean, I keep on thinking that it's going to go this way, but I can't help but think that um, the processing speeds of these things are going to be so ridiculously quick that the brain will adapt to it, and there is going to be some sort of a time dilation that happens within people's minds. Like, the time that it takes us to, like, to have, like, a day's worth of thought yes. condensed down to a second. Yeah. Or like a minute, you know. That's what I most look forward to is I, um, I want to be able to stuff in a bunch of productivity into a shorter amount of time. I want to be more efficient. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of humans want to be more efficient. I think that's the attractiveness of technology. I think that's our thing is like as as we evolve, we use technology to speed up that evolution. Mm -hmm. And this Neuralink will enable that process to be even faster exponentially. Yeah. I mean, I think in like not just to, to excel our thought, but to excel our behaviors mm -hmm. and, and to really like, we'll get closer to idealistic things like world peace and solving hard problems like hunger and disease and how to effectively manage our resources. Like that is what I'm really looking forward to Neuralink supporting is problem solving. Do you think that people will inevitably assimilate? Yes. I think that that, that Neuralink will enable the ability to assimilate easier. I don't so think we're going to become the Daleks on Doctor Who. Like, no, <laughs> I don't be, think. I don't think we're going to be hive. hive mind. I don't think we're going to become hive mind. Well, or like, I the, think like that, the Borg on Star Trek. You know, not even that. Like I think. <sighs> you, okay, let's let's. That's before we okay. okay before everyone assimilates into one giant pod. Yeah. What I think might happen, I mean, because, I mean, it's hard not to think about it in today's age where people are, have become so tribalistic, mm -hmm. you know? Everyone has, like, their, their train of thought, their mental state, and they, they surround themselves with people who are also in that state. Mm -hmm. I am someone of the idea who thinks that people will continue with that train and have a subset of ideas where everyone has downloaded similar Possibly, I think trains of thought. I mean, maybe I think, and it might create a bigger divide. It then. might, but I. The thing with tribalism is like I. I understand it. I don't think it's good for us. I think that it's an antiquated concept, and I think it worked it's for us at a smaller. It, it's it's at our most primal level, man. It's what we we've done throughout exactly. time, and it's it, you know we're we're a bunch of you know. Homo sapiens still working off right, of right, but we're evolving. That's my point. Yeah. Is technology has been evolving at some way point, faster we have than to let go. our brains letting us on to. Right, but at some point we have to let go of our idea that primalism is our ultimate state. Like primal, being primal is just an acknowledgement that at one point that's the way that we were, and that kind of explains our current behaviors and the way that we interact with with each other. Mm -hmm. What we try to do with technology is improve upon that. And when we improve upon that, the whole concept of tribalism, when 
when you really get down to it, is not conducive to surviving long periods of time because you're creating competition over finite resources. When we're able to overcome that intellectual barrier of what we can do to manage our resources, that tribalism is becomes irrelevant because now we don't need to align ourselves with a certain group of people to fight for the things that we need. We will be able to figure out those problems and produce enough resources and solve those problems for us in the future so that we don't have to divide each other and we can we can come together and in a larger at a larger scale which will enable us and this is getting out there guys this is this is where my <laughs> head goes but will enable us to colonize the rest of our galaxy and the rest of our universe and enable oh. interstellar travel we're, and, we're, we're gonna do it man. You know, it, 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 it's gonna happen i mean or, or this you know we'll, we'll end up dying on the spot we have to like there, there's no there's no if fans or butts about it right it's gotta happen um but god where was i gonna go with this um we just need what what we need, man, to, to solve a lot of our problems is just replicators. And I'm pretty sure I've seen something that they're working on it right now, where they're able to take carbon and they're they're working on some kind of a machine that's able to dis either the, like either carbon or or helium, but they're able to disassemble it and then reassemble the atoms into whatever construct that they want to make. That's interesting. Or resources that they're. I, I mean, like I think I think they're taking helium and mm -hmm. able to create carbon out of it. Right. They're able to re. Um, I guess like print the atoms in the arrangement that they need to be mm -hmm. and able to create carbon, which is what most things are made out of. Right. And as far as earth goes, but um, yeah. the technology they're working on it. I mean, I think we'll have replicators sometime within the next 300 years. Probably. I, don't, I mean, yeah. I think the basics of it are kind of being started right, right now. I mean, the thing is though, is like the, what, the, the truly amazing thing is like why I think thought is important and why I think Neuralink is going to support that is that, it's, that our problem isn't about not having enough resources. We have more than enough resources mm -hmm. on Earth to take care of the people that we have. The, the, the problem is how do we efficiently use those resources and our current abilities, our current potential in our brains as, as humans can't solve that problem. And Neuralink will be able to support that because we'll be able to disseminate between bad data and good data and useful data and invaluable data and be able to make better decisions about how we do things, come up with better insights, change the way that we do things, because ultimately it all depends on our behavior. And that's in an, an understanding our behavior so that we can do something different. Um, but yeah. What I kind of think we're heading towards with all this is that I, I think Neuralink is, it, it's the seed that's mm -hmm. going to be planted. And I think it's the... Uh, you know, the lizard brain that you, you always hear about, you know, oh, yeah. that's kind of like where the root of all of our, you know, thoughts and emotions come from, our flight and fight and flight reflexes. Yeah. Like what that is to us now, our brain is going to be to the technology that we surround 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. And I think that from this point on, because I mean, for our brain to evolve into anything that is going to be noticeably different from where it is now is going to take, you know, quite a few thousand years, if not millions of years, to get right. there. Absolutely. And we're at the point now where we're sticking electrodes in our brain. So I think that the development, you know, of this brain may be done. And it, the... Possibly. I mean, it may... I mean, I don't think it's done. I think it's never <clears throat> done. I don't think it's ever, ever done. I think that when we're using technology, we're, our, we're, we're veering. So, like, 
Imagine our evolution is a cruise ship and it's going down the ocean and what will naturally happen is we're going to cross the ocean to another point, which is another step in our evolution. Mm -hmm. um, what we're doing is the, the cruise ship is on its natural course, but what we're doing is we're gently pushing that cruise ship over into the direction that we want as far as evolution goes. We're not we're not hijacking evolution, we're veering it. We're knocking it into the direction where we'd like to see it. There's good and bad things about that. It's good things because we think currently that it's going to benefit us. It could be bad because it could lead us into, into a direction to where we won't have the option to think ourselves out of that problem. Mm -hmm. Like perhaps the better pathway is to just let that cruise ship go to the point that it was meant to go. Perhaps that, you know? that, that <laughs> perhaps that would be the right thing to do. Like what I guess what I'm saying isn't necessarily that like our brain is necessarily done, mm -hmm. but as far as like its development going on that path to where it needs to go, I think that that is going to be met with um, it, it's going to be met with technology, and it's not going to make it to the point. I mean. It, it, there, there may be some people who are just like total naturalists and they will mm. never get an implant and, you know, they, yeah. you know, maybe they decide to run their entire society off of like no implants. We're totally, or we're organic people. We do not, you know, put yeah. machines in our body. And maybe we need to have those people around just to see what we happens. Do. We do need those people but around. But I gotta, I gotta say, man, with the excitement that I'm seeing from this Neuralink, um, I, I only, I can only imagine that it's only going to get bigger and better with faster processing and the development of the human brain from that point on is going to be in conjunction with technology. Yes, absolutely. And, and to get any, to get, to keep up, I should say, mm -hmm. um, to keep up with the human evolution, you would, you would need yeah. to assimilate into technology. Yeah, and also keeping up with yeah. artificial intelligence. I mean, I know that's that's a big fear of Elon Musk, and he may be using that to prop. You know, up near Lincoln, like why it's so important. We need to have this is because artificial intelligence is going to well, take us the, over. Here's the irony: is that they're going to be using AI in the Neuralink. You can't, you can't not use AI. In well, yeah, I mean that that's what know? like his. I think one of his you know whole stances is that you know we're like we're we're never going to be able to beat it, so we need to become it and like be a part of it. Absolutely. And so that that's where he's going with it. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see where this goes mm -hmm. and where it's going to. Take us. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, so one other thing that I'd like to add into this conversation is um, a really cool thing. And I mean, this idea has been um, put forth in, have you ever watched that show, The Feed? Mm -mm. You should check it out. It's a really good show. It's, okay. kind of, <clears throat> it's essentially like Neuralink World. Okay. Where everyone has these Neuralinks put into the body. And they're, they're already kind of exploring like what would happen in this kind of a... Universe, okay. you know, um, everyone's got it. Um, anywho, uh, one of the cool things that they kind of like bring you into the, the world with is um, augmented environmental, like um, augmented environments, I guess, uh, where you can essentially like choose what you want your environment to look like. So like in this room, mm -hmm. like if you wanted it to look like, you know, this wall was you know, steel concrete, or you want it to look like a Victorian right. home or something like that. Or if you wanted, you know, like flower rosaries yeah. all over the that place. That would be really neat. Save me a lot of money on furniture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, but would you have also have to pay for that in the virtual world? That's you true. Know? But it'd be significantly cheaper. 
uh, cheaper to produce, but would it really be? I mean, like, if it if it wouldn't be cheaper, it wouldn't be worth I mean, it. Like you, I mean, if you wanted to like augment like a cool looking couch over your shitty looking couch, you know, right? The, I mean, they would that that it would be cheap enough to to make it worth it. But like if it if it was the same as a regular couch, then mm -hmm. you wouldn't buy. I wouldn't buy it. No one would buy it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. People would probably yeah, it, do it. It'd definitely be cheaper. But yeah, no. I mean, if you wanted to, you know, live in the Destiny universe, and yeah. like everything that you experienced was like within the realm of Destiny, yeah, or Skyrim or whatever you wanted wanted it to look. I like. mean, you'd have to really physically adjust your environment too, because you can't just add augmented things. You'd be running into everything. Well, you, I mean, like, the, the the program would, you know, take a, you know, it, it would essentially just... Just transform whatever's there. It, it'd be like Google Lens. Like, it knows what, what it is, and it, try, you know, tries to tell you what it is. Okay. You know, um, after it's, you know, processed, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what kind of lag time you would have. Right. Like, you walk into a room, and all of a sudden, like, all these things start popping up around, like, everything that's in <laughs> that's there. That's most likely what would happen. Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I'm sure. Yeah. But I'm sure, you know, as time goes on, it would seamlessly, you know, you'd go in, and there'd be, like, some sort of maybe, like, delayed feedback system. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That would, like, put it in to your brain before time. Or if you had <clears throat> previously been in a room... And it's using GPS location. Like, all right, he's about to run, go into this room, so it's going right. to load it in before you actually walk in there. Yeah. I mean, going into a new environment, I would assume that it would probably, you know, take a minute for it to, like, analyze the environment and then input what kind of uh, yeah. filter or for you sure. know, augmentation you want. That would be neat. It would be super cool, man. Yeah. I would love to live in something like that. I mean, just to, God, imagine the things that people would do. I mean, just, like, imagine, like, the... the uh, like Rick and Morty, like universe creators, yeah. just like going wild and like creating all different kinds of places for people to experience and live. And you know, you're sitting there and there's fucking asses farting next to you and shit. <laughs> That'd be so fucking hilarious. So yeah, that's where I live. Be fun for parties, man. That would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, it would, I mean, it would make it would make going into places a lot more inviting because it would be catered to your, yeah. you know, your sensory needs, I guess. Right. Um, and then. Yeah, it would just be uh, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, like you'd walk in somewhere, and you know it would smell the way you wanted it to smell. That'd like, be cool. You, like, went to like a garbage dump, and like you couldn't actually smell like the you know, right. garbage but, like, you coming could in there. Change it to like fucking cookies or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, I mean, or, like, imagine like being on a plane ride, man. Oh. And instead yeah. of like you know the stale recycled the, air. Yeah, stale recycled air. You you know you're smelling like the person's bologna sandwich that they packed mm. up and they're eating it right in front of you. Right. And they you know they decide to you know unpack it and, you know and spool it and like start eating it right there and you're just like, mm, god damn. It just yeah. you know you can totally replace that. Not only that, but you can just zone out and you know flick on your entire visual cortex and like you wouldn't even be in a plane anymore right you could change your auditory receptors to like be you know hearing something completely different than the fucking even better just set yourself to go to sleep or you, <laughs> just yeah. go to sleep or you could do that <laughs> and wake yourself up naturally like all right seven hours you wake put up. yourself in a D, &D you campaign know? there you go. Like, go go fight some dreams that'd be fucking no like like controlling your dreams and shit like that mm. would be fucking interesting like yeah. like in like putting Put, making yourself like fall into REM sooner than your normal rhythm or whatever. I get. I mean, that's kind of scary too because that could really fuck up. Like, yeah. Well, uh, your natural well, rhythms. Yeah. I mean, like, I, like I mean, going in, into like the sleep side of things. What if just like every time you you went to bed, 
you just popped yourself into the matrix and like you're living a second life. Like you, you have your day life and night life. I feel like that would be stressful. And I think that would take a toll. Like kind of like playing video games too much. Like yeah. would, would that take a toll on our waking mind? Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like, we still don't understand sleep to its full capacity. I no. mean, there, there's definitely been some, I mean, my wife, you know, she, she works in, in sleep and I mean, there's definitely links to that and like your, like your daily productivity and like how functional you are. Like you, people need sleep. Yeah. Memory has been linked to sleep. Yes. Um, but I mean, just think of like how many people go to bed, you know, with their phones in their hand and they're scrolling until they pass out. Right. You know, imagine just having that shit in your brain. Yeah. And, and your body's having, getting its sleep having, and you get to have your entertainment while you sleep. Yeah. But what if, what if that, you know, affects like your ability to learn new things or mm -hmm. you actually don't get sleep because your body. Is but that's the thing is like if you have Neuralink, you can control all that. So does it does it really pose an issue? Are you are, are there really any going to be any kind of. I mean, I'm sure we're going to physiological there, issues. There's going to be some repercussions for a lot of things people are going to try out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be new and it's going to be new for a while. Like there. With every every new you know frontier that comes upon us, there's going to be some you know some roadblocks in the way that people are going to have to overcome. Yeah. And I don't know, man. I, I see people losing out on a lot of sleep just playing around That's in true. fantasy land. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Because I mean, I don't know. I even have a hard time like, well, I mean, I'll just I'll scroll through Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. And it's a. Uh, you know, two hours go by, I'm like, shit, it's 12 o'clock yeah. already. I, I mean, that's that's just, I mean, like, again, that goes to our our behaviors around addiction and social media and all that stuff. And so you can control that with Neuralink and you won't, that. but again, like, the whole, the whole issue is being able to manipulate those things and how unhealthy it is, like, to yeah, do that. It's like, should they you know, be manipulated? Yes. Like, are they there for, I mean, right. are they there for a reason? If they were meant, if they were meant to be manipulated, wouldn't we already have the ability to kind of do those things? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think we're at the point where now we do have the ability to right. potentially man manipulate those things. We're going to find out. Right. We'll but learn. There's we'll gonna, learn. There's, I mean, we'll find out like how the internet, you know, kind of came on and we're, we're, we're learning a lot right yeah. now about what the hell's going on with social media and all that kind of stuff and how yeah. that's affecting the way people think you yeah. know there's everyone's everybody's in their own personalized echo chamber you know mm -hmm. seeing the things that you know only like they want to see you don't have to see the things you don't want to see right you know it's all personalized to what you want as the user what's keeping you on that social media the longest and yep. you know how long they can keep you there yeah and, i mean i'm um, sure that stuff is going to translate mm -hmm. too to do. Yeah. i don't think that's going to change i don't know man i don't know We'll see. We'll, we'll see if there's any uh, Section 230 reform, <laughs> which I hope that there is because it really needs to happen. For sure. Um, so what else? Well, I mean, along with environmental augmentation, <clears throat> imagine, imagine this. Okay. You're 75 years old, okay? Or maybe not even 75 years old. You don't necessarily have to be an old person. But, you know, you... Uh, or it may shit. Maybe it's just like your your girlfriend. I don't know. I, you don't have to be any any particular age, but you decide that um, you want them to look a certain way, and smell a certain way, and their voice to be a certain way as you experience it. Are you going to be able to augmentively place? I'm sure. Yeah. A 
you know, a, a perception. If you can control your sensations, of course, yeah, I think you'd be able to do that. Yeah. And, like, but that would be another huge human issue is, like, are you getting into a relationship because of this person? Like, and, again, that also brings it back down to consciousness and the idea of self. Like, are you... What's the point of a human relationship if you're not with someone because you perceive them to be a certain person? I think that this will be, you know, if it comes to the to the point where, because I mean, it can, it can work a couple different ways. Um, either you can have the projection of what you want a certain person to look like, smell like, speak like. Mm. That you know, the way that they talk to you is always going to be the way that you can't really change that. Right. Unless maybe you can, maybe you can, maybe they come at you and they say something really mean, like you need to take out the fucking trash, blah blah blah. But mm -hmm. you're hearing it as, "Hey, honey, would you like please take out the garbage?" That would be wonderful. I really appreciate Keep it. Keep things simple. Thanks. You've been doing so good all year long. Right. You know, whatever. Wouldn't that be great? Like you know, like yeah. maybe you can change, you know, know the way the way that someone is actually speaking to you. Definitely complicate things, but I mean that would be nice to have that. <laughs> it would be weird, but okay, so I mean, I think this is where the battle would happen like you being imposing something on someone. Mm -hmm. But what happens when you create your own avatar and you want people to see you, people in the world to see you as this right. other thing? I mean, if you can control the way that you see other people, it wouldn't matter if you want people <laughs> to see you the way a certain way. Yeah, but I mean, because people are going to, and if they, they can see your avatar and be like, oh, I don't like looking at you. And then they'll change their augmentation. Yeah, but imagine the, the conversations yeah. that come out. They go, "What? What? You don't like looking at me the way I am? You have a problem with the way that right. my mind has created this avatar?" But then why need why why do that when we can just do that in real fucking life? Like that's what happens anyway. I mean, like that. I think that that's the aspect that won't change. Like uh, people uh, will still have those issues. Like they'll be will will attempt to mitigate those issues, and we'll still have those issues because we'll be trying to solve them from. Uh, from from a perspective that we don't fully understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, go go deeper. So like, you're saying I want to be seen a certain way, mm -hmm. and then other people will see you that way, and see, then other people will have the opportunity. And, and hear, like, right? Perceive. Kind of Let's just mm -hmm. use yeah. the word perceive. I want people so to perceive you want, me. You want to be perceived a certain way, mm -hmm. but someone doesn't want to perceive you that way, so mm -hmm. they have the ability to augment their perception. So. Essentially, like whatever so it'd be perception just, that you've created be like, will be negated by their augmentation. So it doesn't matter if you want to be perceived a certain way because it's always going to come back around to how they perceive you and how see, they want to perceive but you. But how dangerous is this? Because we're already seeing this right now, even going back to social media and the echo chambers and only being wanting to see and view things that you want to see. Right. And, you know, what if, you know, somebody. So augmentation shouldn't be an option. Because that's the problem. Oh, no, it, it's totally, it, it's going to be an option. Right. This but is that, what, this but is, that's what I'm saying. This is, is what that, people are going to pay for the most. Our reality is already augmented by our own perspectives. That's that's the thing. So that's that's what I'm saying. It's not going to change. So, like, if, if you have the ability to augment your reality, to, to perceive things the way that you want to see them, it doesn't matter if you put out the way that you want to be perceived. Mm -hmm. um, someone else's perception the way that they want to perceive is going to trump that no matter what so like what so the, the, I, know, what, I guess what i'm wondering is like will there be any types of like laws put in place where you, you know like if you're if there were any laws put in place it would have you, like, to be if more somebody closely. like demanded that they be viewed as a you know gelatinous cube mm -hmm. and 
I mean, not even gelatinous cube, anything, you know, mm -hmm. anything that, you know, you wanted to be perceived as. And right. that's how you wanted the world to perceive you and see you. Um, do other people, I guess, would they have a right to cover that up? I don't know. That, that, I mean, why, why, why shouldn't they? If, if that's an option, why shouldn't they have the right? If, if they don't have the right, then, like, what's the point? That's, that, that's, I guess that's what I'm saying. Is like, what's the point of, well, of, of trying to do that? Because that, that's well, already an issue. What's that, the point of creating an avatar for yourself when everyone's going to put, uh, like, a sleeve over you anyway? What's the point of, of coming to terms with what you perceive as your own identity if people are going to perceive you the way that they're going to perceive you anyway? That's, that's the that's issue we're already facing as humans without neurally. Yeah. So, I is mean, that it doesn't matter what you put out into the world, people are going to perceive you the way that they perceive you. And th this might be the path down to where people actually fall in love with each other for the personality type, or for their personality rather than looks. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> once, once well, we I would hope that happens already. Well, actually, may maybe, maybe not. Because I would have to think, I mean, something that Neuralink has done, which I'm really ha happy about, at least at this point, mm -hmm. is that they're able to safely remove it mm -hmm. without any brain damage. I mean, they haven't gone that deep far into the brain when it gets to the point where there's a million wires like going into like the, the cortex. Right. I'm not sure how safe that's going to be once we start the more and more hardware we start getting into the brain. Right. You know, you're going to have a million holes in there. And, you know, you can't go back um, at that certain point. I think it'll it will it may become irreversible at this yeah. point. They say they can take it out. But even in or out, there will most likely be a way to just turn it off. Okay. So maybe that won't be a thing after all. Mm -hmm. You know, but it, yeah. you know, you walk into a room, you see like a you know beautiful you know avatar lady, and you're like, holy shit, I want you know mm -hmm. your 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 Homo sapien brain, you know, says you want to go you know meet her, or do whatever. Right. And. Um, you know, you turn it off and it's just like, holy crap. I mean, what the, the hell did I get myself into? Well, it's, what's the, I mean, that's happening. Like I said, it's happening on Tinder. It's happening on Craigslist. It's happening on every social thing is you're interacting with people and they have the ability to create something realistic. They, they have this narrative that they can put in place that yeah. you can perceive as real. And then once you get in, into the physical world and you experience it, like there's not a lot we can do. Yeah, to, I mean, you got those face filters already that yeah. you see chicks using all the time. With God, they just it's so damn fuzzy, dude. So you yeah. can you can tell how fake it is. Yeah, hire a photographer. Like <laughs> <laughs> hire a real photographer. But yeah, man, like it's you can't get away from that. Yeah, um, yeah, and that shit's gonna that's gonna happen. That's gonna be weird. And then you know, I mean, we have like our. You know, fights against beauty standards and, you know, like, Dove campaigns, you know, for this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, but it's going to get real intense. Definitely. So, conclusion. It don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> it's just going to be fun to look at. I mean, yeah. you're gonna, people are gonna, we're going to see elves running around. We're going to see mm. people dressed up. Are you going to get one? As rogues. Am I going to get an Erlink? Yeah. Oh, I, I think maybe we... Talked about it. I'm not gonna get one. I'm not first gen. Right. That's for sure. But ultimately, you will. Ultimately, when when I have decided that it's good enough and it's actually worth getting, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll probably probably get okay. one. Okay. Same. Um, 
I mean, I don't know what I, I, don't, I don't know I don't, what the specific the, uh, parameters are going to be around that, but like, yeah. I, I, definitely, I mean, I'm sure like if my vision ever goes, like that's when I'll like seriously start considering mm -hmm. it because I I love my eyes, man. I mean, I do photography. Yeah. So visual things are you got to hang on to that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not too keen on the um, Alzheimer's conundrum, so I'm really looking forward to what Neuralink can do to support that and how it can eradicate that kind of disease. It's just a terrible disease. Yeah, man. Um, I remember when I was in eighth grade, there was this lady with Alzheimer's that used to hang out just outside the gates of our middle school. Mm -hmm. And every single day that, I mean, I wasn't in band, but I had friends in band, so I was hanging out after school and like watch them do their march like in the street. And every single day, this lady would be out there skipping along as they marched down the street. And she'd come up to me every single day with the same story about how it was lucky to spit on a spit on a penny. And she always had a penny in her hand. She and spit in it. Lovely. And she would make sure to show me this, and all the people who were just hanging out. And every single day, she would do the same thing. That's I crazy. just I mean, it was really, really, really sad. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I, I thought it was funny as all hell. Because, Absolutely, you know, they're just kids and you know, assholes. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. Neuralink is yeah. Be no, awesome. I mean, yeah, I've seen it. it it's a sad thing that happens, but if Neuralink can help fix that and help manage it yeah. at least, that's going to be a godsend to a lot of people. It will. Uh, Thank you, Elon Musk. Thank you, Elon. <laughs> but I think this is a good stopping point, man. I think uh, we solved world hunger and <laughs> everything else under the sun. For sure. Um, and <laughs> and uh, I think you know. I think this was a good good first podcast. How about Absolutely. you? Absolutely. I think yeah. it was great. It was awesome. If you guys enjoyed it, um, please do whatever you can to share and like and. Let us know in the comments what you like to us to talk about. Any interesting topics you want to talk about? Um, yeah, booty smack that like button. Yeah. All right, hit that subscribe. Indeed. Notification bell if yeah. available. Exactly. Um, all all the things. Yeah. Do them all. And always, please just leave us your feedback. We don't care. Good, bad. Um, we want to get better for you. We want to get more interesting. We will have a know. Patreon up at some point. Uh, we'd like to continue doing this. I mean, I, I had a really good time tonight. I had lots um, of fun. Yeah. And I hope you guys did too. This is uh this is what we're looking forward to doing for the rest of the podcast, just having fucking conversations about whatever and just letting our minds kinda go crazy. We're not we're not looking at, you know, the facts, we're not looking at, you know, uh, people's pages and articles and I mean we definitely read them and then we're Absolutely. just put, we're putting our thoughts out there. We just love speculating I'm and, not, and talking about it, exploring ideas, you know. Yeah, we're just, we're just exploring. So uh yeah, go ahead and leave us your feedback, and we'll see you next time. Cool. Thanks.